This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This is Engadget. Here's what's happening in the world of technology. It's Monday, April 10th. Tesla is building a new battery factory in Shanghai. On Sunday, the automaker announced it would start construction on a new Megapack facility later this year. Once the plant is complete sometime before the second half of 2024, it will be capable of producing 10,000 megapacks annually. Each container-sized battery can store enough energy to power about 3,600 homes for one hour. Tesla told Bloomberg it plans to sell the megapacks it makes in China globally. The company has built megapack installations in a few locations around the world, including Texas and South Australia. Sunday's announcement sees Tesla increasing its reliance on China at a time when the U.S. is using economic policy to push automakers and other manufacturers to produce more of their products domestically. At the end of last month, the Treasury Department issued updated guidance detailing what electric vehicles qualify for the Inflation Reduction Act's $7,500 EV tax credit. Under the updated rules, the department states companies must source the minerals in their car batteries from the U.S. and other approved trading partners for the vehicles to qualify for the incentive. Separately, the Biden administration recently said CHIPS Act funding recipients would need to sign agreements promising they won't expand production capacity in China. And in a reversal of a limitation the platform put in place earlier in the week, Twitter is once again allowing users to interact with Substack links freely. At least for the time being, you can retweet, reply to, and like posts that feature a link to a Substack newsletter. The platform also won't issue a safety warning if you click those links. However, as of the writing of this article, searching for Substack still produces results involving the word newsletter. We're glad to see that the suppression of Substack publications on Twitter appears to be over, Substack tweeted late Saturday evening. This is the right move for writers who deserve the freedom to share their work. Twitter began throttling Substack links mere days after the company announced Substack Notes, a feature that adds a Twitter-like feed to the newsletter platform. When Elon Musk eventually addressed the situation, he claimed Substack was trying to download a massive portion of the Twitter database to bootstrap their Twitter clone, an assertion Chris Best, the CEO of Substack, strongly denied. None of this is true, he said in a notes post shared with The Verge. This is very frustrating. It's one thing to mess with Substack, but quite another to treat writers this way. Among other outcomes, Musk's decision to limit access to Substack led to a feud with Matt Taibbi, the journalist who worked on the so-called Twitter files. On Friday afternoon, Taibbi said he was quitting Twitter over the restrictions. For what it is worth, this week's episode doesn't seem to have convinced Substack to alter its plans around notes. We look forward to making Substack notes available soon, the company said, but we expect it to be a new kind of place within a subscription network, not a replacement for existing social networks. 
If you want to catch the latest tech news as it's happening, check out Engadget.com or tune in again every weekday. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.